This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok at Old Man Radio. But most importantly, you can find me right here on your radio until 6 o'clock tonight. So we got three big hours, and it has been a while. I've not been here. I've been on vacation the last couple of weeks, but uh, got back in the saddle with uh, my good friend Larry Hardesty during the week, and now back into the su- the uh, Saturday flow with you and me. So we got a lot of stuff to get into. The NFL season is right around the corner. It feels like July 4th was just the other day, but we got, what, 33 days until the NFL season kicks off. A little longer than that for the Jets and the Giants because it's uh, it's a little bit of a weird year. When was the last time that there was a season that opened up uh, and, and the first week of the year, Sunday at 1, neither the Jets nor the Giants were playing there? And I think that that kind of tells you what the expectations are for the Jets and Giants this year. You got the Giants on Sunday night. You got the Jets on Monday night. And obviously, as you've been hearing on all the shows today, big day for the Jets with Joe Klecko and Darrell Revis and the Hall of Fame. And it's just the Jets world right now. We're just living in it. Tuesday, I think it is, the first edition of Hard Knocks, so we'll get into that. But uh, every year, the NFL season is uh, eagerly anticipated. And this year, maybe a little more so, right? Giants coming off not just a playoff appearance, but a playoff win. And year one of uh, Shane and Dable out of the wilderness. And then, of course, the Jets, what more needs to be said. So we'll get to that in the course of the three hours. Of course, we'll have what I learned this week on TikTok because I've been gone a long time. I've learned so much. Oh, my God, three weeks. You kidding me? But we got to start with the baseball. Because when we last got together in this time slot on a Saturday, the Yankees and Mets were, uh, things were not, things were not looking good. But. With baseball, you can't get all worked up in the day-to-day sometimes, right? You can't get down in the weeds and, and, and live and die with each individual game. You have to take a little step back. And having been gone the last couple of weeks, nice two-week period to kind of look back and focus on things, how have things turned out? Well, not good. Now that you ask, not good at all. You have the Yankees who, uh, who say that they're in it to win it which had all the conviction of someone. If you ever ask somebody how you're doing and they say, I'm living the dream, and you know it's like a sarcastic answer, that's the same energy that the Yankees had, it feels like, when they said that they're in it to win it. The Yankees say they're all in. The Mets made it clear they're all the way out. Outside of physically not showing up at the ballpark, the Mets are out-out. They're not just out. They are way out. But while the Mets have uh, seemingly gotten praise for their approach at the trade deadline. The Yankee reactions, uh, there's a range. It's, it's not just all one way. I would say it, it ranges from uh, basic apathy to uh, white-hot rage. Just, uh, just uh, rip a tree out of the ground anger. So there have been a lot of questions, right? What are the Yankees doing? How could they neither be buyers nor sellers at the de- What's the plan? Is there a plan? Well... Having the time to kind of sit back and, and, and see things from afar, I think I have figured it out. And I like to think that I'm, I'm a little bit ahead of the curve. I think we've been ahead of the curve on this season. I remember when the Rangers were going through their playoff run. Um, I did the air quotes there. Uh, I had, we had Don LaGreca on, and we were having conversations even back then 
of is it possible that the Yankees could miss the playoffs this year? It's not a foregone conclusion that they will be a playoff team. And I think that that was what? Was that May? So it's been a while. We've been ahead of the curve on this season, which I'm not alone. I think a lot of you have been uh, ahead of the curve on this because we have eyes, right? And we've seen, we have seen with our own eyes what good teams look like. And we realized that is not this. So what is the Yankees plan? Well, I think that what, the way I would best describe what the Yankees' plan is, you ever have a situation, maybe it's something technical if you're not a technical person, but you're trying to fix a problem. You're trying to fix a situation, and it's not, it's not working properly. No matter how, it's not, whatever you do to try to fix it, it's not working. And maybe you troubleshoot it the best you can. Maybe you Google some solutions, but nothing helps, and you're frustrated. So what you do is, whatever that situation is, if it's something with a computer, if it's something with a television, whatever, you take the thing and you, you put it on a shelf. You put it in a drawer. You put it in the closet. You turn it off and you see if somehow through magic it fixes itself. It happens sometimes, not generally. But you want to just see, you know what, maybe if I just leave this thing alone for a little while, somehow, magically, it will fix itself. That is the Yankee plan. The Yankee plan with this team is simply seeing if it will fix itself. They're not going to do anything to fix it. They are hoping that at some point they'll take it out of the drawer or take it out of the closet or take it down off the shelf and boom, it works. Hey, look at that. I fixed it. How'd you do it? I have no idea. But what it tells you is, they have no solutions. They're out of answers. They don't know what to do. And that's the plan. They've got nothing else. They've run through the list of things over the last few years that they thought would fix it. It's not to the level that you would want. And now they're kind of out of ideas. And if you look at it through that prism, that they're out of ideas, it answers so many of the questions that we all have for why they would approach things the way they have. Coming into the season, what's the plan in left field? What are we, what are we doing in left field? We don't have a regular left fielder. The Yankees answer, let's hope it fixes itself. What about third base? We don't really have a third base. Can we honestly expect Josh Donaldson at this age to magically turn back the clock and turn into the player that he was when he won an MVP or at least something closer to that than what he was last year? Let's see if it fixes itself. Why is Anthony Rizzo suddenly incapable of hitting a baseball? Is there something we should be doing to help this man get back on track? Let's see if it fixes itself. How can Luis Severino be this bad? He, he himself says that he feels like the worst pitcher in baseball. And, and look, he's got some reason to believe that. What's the Yankee plan? Let's see if it fixes itself. Why is the offense not scoring runs? Well, because it's bad. How can we fix it? I have no idea. Let's see if one day we wake up and all of a sudden, guys are playing to their best of their capabilities. Let's see if it fixes itself. That's the Yankee plan. 
And when you look at it, that's the only way you can explain their approach to this entire season. Before the season, after last season, before this year, the trade deadline, everything. They're just hoping that somehow, magically, things will fix themselves. That's the only approach you can have when you are completely out of answers. And it's pretty clear at this point, and by their actions at the trade deadline, neither buying nor selling, that they're completely out of answers. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. The Yankees right now actually leading the Astros 2-1 as they play in the eighth inning. But coming up, we will get your phone calls involved. And as I said, I was listening to a lot of shows while I was away on vacation. And here's the thing. As a Yankee fan, I want to help my fellow Yankee fans. And what I've heard from a lot of Yankee fans is anger, right? That's the, the most common emotion that Yankee fans have had here the last couple of years during the season, during times that have been far more successful than this. You hear a lot of, of anger from uh, Yankee fans. But I think it's clear at this point, anger is not the solution. So what is the solution? I think I have the emotion that is the solution, and I'll give you that coming up. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Just getting started back on a Saturday. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Some might say living my best life, but if I kept doing that, I wasn't going to be living for much. Oh, the food. I don't turn anything down. Middle of the day, have a donut? Yeah, sure, why not? Ice cream every single day at the age of 52? Ah, sure, why not? Get back home, you go, oh, wow. My pants are fitting kind of snug. I can't, I can't understand it. But we are back. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. 1-800-919-ESPN is uh, the telephone number. So as I said, I was listening, and we'll get to the phone calls here in a second. Uh, I said I was listening to a lot of the shows while I was away. I was watching the games at night as much as I could, trying to keep my eyes open. Um, but yes, I mean, it just shows you the state of the Yankees organization. That yeah, I think it was yesterday. There was a caller to the K show. And he, his problem was the Yankees don't have guys like Nick Swisher anymore. Like, do, do you see what Brian Cashman is doing to people? And this is probably a guy who like, li- has lived a perfectly normal life. And, and now he has been driven to such a, an extent that he's calling up radio stations and complaining the Yankees don't have guys like Nick Swisher. And his point was not that the, the, the Yankees need more like left-handed hitters or more good hitters. His point was that, that they're not exciting enough. They need more exciting players. I'm like thinking to myself, that, that's not the issue. So I hear a lot of anger, right? Yankee fans, I think their, their, their typical uh, emotion, that their go-to emotion is anger. Because if you're not winning a World Series, even when you don't have a chance to win a World Series, any sense of disappointment, it immediately goes to anger. And at this point, I'm surprised. Like, I don't see how you can be surprised it's as bad as it is. I'm surprised that you're surprised. I don't know how you can be surprised. Like, why would you be surprised that the lineup's not good? Take, did you see the lineup? Who in that lineup are you expecting to all of a sudden turn things around. Donaldson, IKF, the left field situation, the catchers, even Bader, he's not even been good. So 
when it comes to what the, the plan of action is moving forward, anger, if you're one of those angry Yankee fans, anger's not the emotion you need to be investing in anymore. The emotion you have to find your way to, and I don't know how you do it, but the emotion you have to find your way to is apathy. Apathy. You have to resign yourself to the fact that the window of opportunity that the Yankees opened up with the sell-off in 2016 and then the baby bombers coming up in 2017, that window of opportunity is now closed. And until they open up a new window of opportunity, this is what you're going to get. You know, 2017, the, the, the world was their oyster with young Judge coming up and Sanchez and Severino and Jordan Montgomery, I think, came up that year. And that was the first big year for Hicks, who was not a baby bomber, but he was still like 26, 27 at that point. The following year, I think, yeah, Chad Green in 2017, he was a factor there. Andujar the following year, Glaber the following year. Young roster, window of opportunity. That window of opportunity is now shut. They've gotten old. They've gotten brittle. They're locked into some unmovable contracts. They're very top-heavy in terms of their payroll. They've squandered that opportunity. So anger at the organization, I get it because you're a Yankee fan and you're expected. You have been waiting for the payoff. Since 2017, you've been waiting for the payoff. The payoff is a World Series title. Not a World Series appearance. A World Series title. And it has not come. And it's not going to come with essentially this group. They're going to have to try something significantly different. So anger at the organization is not something that they've responded to. And you know that because Yankee fans have been angry every single year and they haven't done anything about it. At this point, we have to try some apathy. If people start, start not showing up, at some point you would have to think that would have an impact. Because one of the aspects that the Yankee fans, I think, dri- drives them nuts is there's just no repercussions, right? Fail year after year, not able to get over the hump. Last year, you, you, you get embarrassed by the Astros, the team you can't beat in the po- you've been trying to beat since 2017, and they signed the GM and the, and the, and the manager to an extension. So I think you have, you have to fi- – I don't know how you do it. I think every person is different. I'm not going to tell you how to feel, but you have to get to apathy. And once Yankee fans get to apathy, maybe then there might actually be some repercussions. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go out to the phones. We'll go out to uh, Ryan is in Pearl River. Ryan, you're first up on the uh, Gordon Damer Show. All right, G-Man. Great show, and... Listening to talk radio on your vacation, that should be like, wow. I don't know, that should be well known. That should be, everybody should know about that, you know? And the New York Yankees are like the Rolling Stones. No, the Yankees are like the Rolling Stones. The, the Rolling Stones announce a tour and they sell out for five years. Do you see the crowds at Yankee Stadium? You see the jerseys? They're all wearing Judge jerseys except for uh, a handful of Jeter, a handful of Rizzo. Handful of Volpe. Volpe starts hitting. There probably be a little more next year. But the thing is, um, with the Yankees, I, I just you know something. First of all, I'm a little disappointed with the Yankee uh, medical team and everything about not noticing certain things going on, especially with Anthony Rizzo. And uh, you know, this is only my opinion, but I think it's on the money. I mean, uh, Anthony had a problem there with that injury against the Padres. 
and a neck injury or a head injury, you know, whatever they want to call it. But also, people should remember, when Anthony Rizzo was a teenager, he had cancer. So I would, my opinion is, get a full checkup on that guy and don't even hesitate with something like that. Uh, you know, who knows what's lurking around. I remember Olivia Newton-John, when she had her breast cancer years ago, and then like 15 years after it, she was complaining about backaches. She paid for the hospital that she went back to and told them, and they gave her aspirins. And they finally, when some smart doctor redid the checkups, they found that it had come back, but she was able to fight it off again and live for several, you know, maybe another 10 years, but unfortunately we lost the list. So I'm around this time too. So uh, with the Yankees, uh, I, I just know it's a whole new model now. They're not spending that kind of money. If it was up to me, Bryce Harper would be a Yankee. This guy's a generational player. He's one of these guys. He's a beast. That's, that's my scouting report, beast. I would have liked to also have had Trey Turner on the team. I don't want to hear about, oh, you know, we got a shortstop. All right, when he comes up, we'll, he'll play shortstop. We'll find a position if he can play. You always want as many good players on the team as possible. But the price range now is – stopping the Yankees from, I mean, everybody talks about the core four, the core five from the late 90s and the year 2000. But listen, look at all the players that the Yankees had on that team that came from other players, were tremendous ball players. And, they, you know, they found the fountain of youth with the Yankees. Joe Torre takes a lot of heat from people who don't know baseball. He was the perfect manager from that. Exhibit A is uh, Ruben Sierra. He wanted to play right field. And basically, Paul O'Neill was playing right field. Now, if Buck was there, young Buck, he might have benched a younger Paul O'Neill in early you know, times in his Yankee career. As far as the Mets are concerned, uh, I just look at that team. Um, Stevie Cohen, if I was Stevie Cohen, a lot of people, you're going to get ready to hang up on me. I really believe you should sign. If I was, if I was running the Mets' play of operations, I would tell Stevie Cohen, tell the owners, how about we sign the American kids at 16 years old with permission from their parents? High school education is going to be continued. We lose a lot of players through the years because a lot of kids school. They got to go do uh, jobs. They got to work jobs. They got to do all kinds of stuff, practice, right, and go right. to their I, games. Right, I don't know where you're going with this. I, I, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, a couple of things there. Uh, I, I, try, I kept trying to wait for him to get to what the point was. Um, the spending of the money of the Yankees, the Yankees are spending the money. They have the second highest payroll in the sport. Now, they're not spending on top of what they've already spent, but they are spending the money. The problem is that they're spending the money poorly. That's, that's the point. Um, so, no, they're not going to keep doubling down and doubling down and, and go past it and like the way that the Mets have, but they are spending. The, the issue with the Yankees is not the amount of money that they're spending. They are spending plenty of money, and, and Trey Turner – uh, if you want ask the Phillies, Philly fans right now, they'd be more than happy to give you Trey Turner uh, and drive him to Yankee Stadium. Uh, the, the point, I don't know what he was making about the Rolling Stones, but watching uh, Giancarlo Stanton round third today, I thought he might be Mick. I think Mick Jagger could have beaten him. to Mick Jagger scores on that base hit to right field. That might be one of the worst sends in the history of sends. I mean, going back to Phil Nevin, going back to Windmill Willie at third base. Uh, when, when you have a base hit to right field and the guy who was on second base, it's a bad throw home, and he gets tagged out without a slide. Whew, that was bad. That was a bad send. And uh, I'm sure that they'll 
after the game. Eh, well, you know, it's two outs. You got to send them. No, you don't. No, you don't. You have to know who's running. And we've been talking for weeks now about how whatever. I don't know what the issue is with Giancarlo Stanton, but he can't run. He, he's, he, he cannot run. You watch him run. He looks like he's moving in slow motion. So that was uh, a terrible decision there. All right, let's go to uh, maybe keeping Ryan on as long as I did. That Also a bad decision. Uh, Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, what's going on, my friend? Good afternoon, GD. Shout out to the company. Um, hello to everyone else. I just wanted to definitely chime in with the Yankees. And I, I do, you know, kind of blame you for going on vacation because it just, you know, totally unraveled. Uh, as that, soon so. as I go away, it happened last year, too. Every night I was checking the score. I didn't have the app at that point to check the games out. But every night I, before going to bed, oh, let's see if the Yankees won today. Every single day last year they were losing. This one, it was not as bad, but it it was uh, it wasn't as bad. It was, but it was yeah, not as but, good. Not good either. So here's the thing with with, with the Yankees, and, and it totally. I, I'm at the point where I'm just like I'm still gonna care, but I'm just not gonna be treated like I'm an idiot anymore. I know what baseball is, and you're not gonna just tell me what what the Yankees are doing is baseball because they, they, eventually this has to like this season has to be the season we finish in last place. It has to be under 500. There has to be a messaging where what they're doing is no longer working. It hadn't been working in the playoffs. They got lucky with the 162, but the analytics and everything else that they've been doing has been wrong. And I don't mean to, you know, be on this, like, you know, history tangent, but there was a time where, where Joe Girardi did get criticized for being um, loosely Joe, you know, as they used to call him. But, you know, there was, there were, there was like a groundswell of an argument of philosophies, which was Joe Girardi's gut managing decision versus the analytics department, which was which Brian Cashman was trying to force down. And eventually Brian Cashman did win out and they ended up getting Aaron Boone and, you know, this overdrive has been gone on. And I don't know, like, what else can we say? How many people have to be batting under 250? It's staggering, Gordon, when I looked at the screen yesterday and I saw so many batting averages under 250. And it's like, you, you can't tell me that batting average is a dead statistic anymore. This is this is in, insane when you got the Houston Astros and all their guys are just hitting single after single after single, picking us to death. And it's like, what, what, what are we doing? And then you're going to tell me that, you know, bunts are, are, are no longer, you know, part of baseball when I see Dusty Baker throw, throw – asked one of his guys to bunt yesterday like there comes a time where it's like hello this is not working it hasn't worked we've gotten worse since that 2017 run and it's time to finally accept accountability and and this you know lacks responsibility this lacks you know personality from how has actually been a detriment to the organization so i want to thank you for allowing me to vent it is what it is at this point but uh thank you so much Gordon. All right, I Jose, you- yeah i mean i think that that's the the right approach like you can i'm not telling you i'm not going to sit and watch the games i'm going to watch the games every single day but at some point you have to move past the anger that you feel and just realize this is the situation it is and expecting it to just all of a sudden change or expecting it to be different, uh, it's really, um, it, it's really, you're, it's a pipe dream. Um, there have been times in the past where you would look at the lineup and say, "Oh, these guys just aren't uh, aren't connected." That's not the case anymore. This has been a bad lineup. It was a bad lineup coming into the season. 
all the the different metrics and measures, not just batting average. Yeah, you don't mind <laughs> batting average is not as important as it as it used to be. But when all the other statistics tell you the same thing, uh, you can tell that it's just not a very good lineup. And when you don't do anything to change it, it's going to remain the same. So the Yankees do finish off the win today against the Astros. A good win, 3-1. The, 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 the plan for attack is very simple when it comes to the Yankees this year. The pitchers have to basically give up nothing. If the pitchers can go out there on a game-in, game-out basis and basically give up no runs and no hits, then they have a chance. That's the, that is the, uh, that's the plan for attack. Because if you fall behind, like you fall behind with Luis Severino last night, and basically at this point every Luis Severino star, uh, if they fall behind by three runs early on, it's going to be like pushing a rock up a hill the entire day. Their offense is a bad offense, and it needs major fixes. And it's not something that they're going to – they obviously didn't fix it this past offseason. They did not try to fix it at the trade deadline. And while they will have money coming off the books, and the Yankees always spend money, I'm sure that their payroll will be roughly the same that it is this year, right up uh, against the, the luxury tax threshold. Whether or not they actually fix the problem, not just spend the money to fix the problem, that remains to be seen. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Coming up, we'll get more of your phone calls. We'll uh, kind of talk about uh, the trade deadline uh, as well, kind of recap that with uh, the Yankee moves, the Met moves, the, the difference of approach between the two teams. Lots of stuff to do as we take you up until 6 o'clock. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. And uh, as I said before, the game plan for the Yankees, the path for success is very simple. It's clear cut. What they need is they need their pitchers starters, relievers, closer, to give up no runs. As long as they can give up no runs, they're good. And uh, Katie Sharp, who has this stat, uh, Yankees now 56-20 and 20 when scoring three runs. That's tied for the third-best record in baseball. They are 2-33 and 33 when scoring two runs or fewer, which is the worst record in Major League Baseball. So that, that's the plan. That has to be the, the game plan. Pitchers give up no runs. And eventually, if you give up no run, if you can hold them down long enough, eventually we're going to scratch out a run or two. Can the Yankees do that? No, they can't. But that has to be the game plan moving forward. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phones. We'll go out to uh, Sal is in Elmont. Sal, what's going on? Hey, good afternoon. How's everything going? Hey, Sal. What's going on, man? I got a quick question for you, okay? I mean, I was the last call you had on was talking about the analytics. Analytics is the way of the game. Yes. Uh, that's just how it's going to go. But now I, I get constantly hearing about flying cash from Zadazel. What's your opinion? My opinion, I can't see cash from making one bad move in the offseason. I mean, who did he get rid of and not resign that he that the, that the team that w- regrets losing? Nobody, correct? Uh, well, there's nobody that he would lose. The the issue is who did, if he does bring people back. Uh, because there's well, a couple I mean, guys that, who are free issue. agents. That, but my point is that's the issue for any gym. Now let me ask you one more quick question. The, the whole Mets debacle and sell-off, fire sale, the Mets raised deal. With the money that they got to spend left in this contract and what they got from do you think it was worth it? Yes or no? Which one? The Scherzer one? 
Yes, sir. Yeah, Scherzer. I had no problem getting rid of Scherzer. Scherzer was bad. He's still making money next year. Yeah, I have no, no problem, problem moving Scherzer. on. My him. point is, do you, do you think it was worth what they got and what they still got to pay on the contract? But money is not money is no object to them. So get, say, saying, oh, you have to pay I, this I, much money, you were going to pay. I would rather I, I, pay I the money to another team to get rid of him than pay him to stay on my team and screw things up. Okay, now before I go, my last comment is just, I mean, you said that all the Yankees need to do is have the pitcher not score anyone. What we need is just a little bit of luck. I mean, it's very well possible we could finish fourth in the East and still make the third wild card spot and finish with a winning record. I mean, we need a little bit look, a little anything's bit of luck. Possible. Sure, anything's possible. Yeah, thanks, Sal, for the phone call. I, I mean, it's possible. Sure. Uh, you'd like to think that Judge is going to get. I, like, this is the thing I have about Judge. Is Judge going to get better by playing? Is he like rounding into shape, or is this just kind of where he's at, and he's not going to do any damage to the, the the toe or 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 to his body by playing? But you're going to get a compromised Judge the rest of the way because he's not looked like the same guy since he's come back. Now, part of that is he didn't have any rehab games. So me, I don't know which is the case there. And, and even if somebody asks the Yankees, I'm not going to believe their answer. Uh, but I don't know if you are going, if Judge is going to round into a, a, a more complete version of himself the rest of the way and get close. I don't think he's going to be 100% until the, the injury is completely healed in the offseason or with surgery. But is he going to get to a point where he's closer to 100% or is this kind of what you see is what you get for the rest of the year and then next year he'll be 100% healthy? I don't know what the answer to that is. Uh, but to, to the point uh, uh, about Cashman and whether or not he – there's there's this narrative out there. Oh, well, you know, if you get rid of Brian Cashman, who are you going to get? I think you'll be able to find somebody. I laugh when the Mets and Steve Cohen talks about, oh, we don't have a baseball operations head yet. You've been here three years. What are you waiting on? You're waiting on one guy? You think only one guy – could possibly run the, the head of baseball operations for your organization? The idea that Brian Cash, oh, if you get rid of Brian Cashman, who's going to, I don't know. I think you should be able to find somebody in all of baseball to run the New York Yankees, given that you are going to have, outside of the Mets, the highest payroll in the sport. Seems pretty clear. And, and in terms of, we've seen a lot of GMs run through here, not with the Yankees, but with other teams and other sports and, over the last two years, Brian Cashman has had about as bad a run as you could possibly have. And think about it. Th- what they said at the trade deadline this year, they did not think adding to this group was worth it to do, clearly. And they also, at the same time, clearly didn't have anything valuable enough uh, in terms of players that other teams, other teams wanted. And I kept hearing, well, standing pat, that's the worst thing. Not given the way that Cashman's operated here the last couple of seasons. The last couple of years, the moves have not been, well, that one wasn't great. This one, they've been bad. The Donaldson and IKF move was bad. Last year's trade deadline was bad. The Montas trade was bad. The relievers they got all got hurt. Bader, who it was great, he hit some home runs in the postseason, was hurt when you got him, got hurt again when you had him. He's always hurt, he's a free agent. That, out of all the things of the trade deadline that worried me the most is the fact that Bader's still here, he's a free agent, and the Yankees are going to resign him. 30-year-old outfielders who are constantly hurt 
and are slightly above average players in their careers at this point, that's not where you should be uh, investing your money. And I'm worried that after this season, they'll sign Bader to a, a long-term contract, uh, and that would be a mistake. That would be a mistake. Oh, Rodon. I forgot about Rodon. That was another one. Oof. And, and keep in mind, like sometimes at the trade deadline, like this year, well, who was the big name that got moved to this year's trade deadline? There really wasn't in terms of that would have impacted the offense. Last year, there were big names that were moved, and they didn't get moved to the Yankees. Luis Castillo and Juan Soto being the, 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 the headliners. Either of those guys would have been better moves than the Yankees ended up making. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, more of your phone calls. We've got to turn our attention to the Jets. Big day for the Jets franchise with two guys going into the Hall of Fame. We'll hear from them coming up a little bit later on. 5 o'clock, what I learned on TikTok. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York.